Thank you for tuning in for the very first episode of Wasted Local Talent, a podcast where myself, Jed, and my co-host here, Daniel, interview local bands and businesses in the West Virginia area to uh, try, try to get them some exposure. Um, so Daniel actually has been in the music business for quite a bit of time, playing in and out of bands throughout the area and also at one point owning a music venue. So I'm going to defer to him for a second to explain to you exactly why it is that we decided to do this. Yeah, I really think that West Virginia has a lot of very talented people, um, artists, bands, and business owners alike that are really just kind of kept in the shadows because of the stereotype that West Virginia really has as a state and just a lack of exposure that West Virginia really gets for anything other than your typical big name articles, drug use, things like that. And I want to just really help push people's names out there. People need to be known and recognized for the work that they can do and the work they're currently doing. Yeah. And unfortunately, most of the time, whenever you hear about West Virginia in the media, it's usually negative. It's typically negative. Yeah. And it's really sad too, because growing up here, there's so many great people here. There's mm-hmm. such a, a, a great culture here. Once you look past that, you yeah. know, once, once you look past all of the negative stuff that you see in the news and online and everything, there's so much good stuff here. And it's beautiful. Like yeah. the, 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 the mountains, the trees, like, yeah. especially in the fall, take a drive down South through Canaan. Gorgeous. That was one of my favorite things to do. Um, whenever I was in the military, is anytime I would take leave, I would always try to talk, you know, any of my friends that were stationed with me into coming back with me. You know, if we had like a four day weekend for Thanksgiving or whatever, I would just be like, hey, everybody jump in my truck. We're all going back to, back home. Mm-hmm. And I was able to show them kind of, you know, when you come here, you know, your family, like this is home for you too. I don't care where you're from. If it's Texas, if it's Alabama, California, it doesn't matter when you're here, you're home. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're one of us. And that hospitality and the culture that we have here, it, it just gets played down it does. so much. A lot, yeah. It's so, so unfortunate. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the uh, environment here is really being taken advantage of, too. Yeah. Um, by other businesses, big businesses coming yeah. in. And I think there needs to be an influx of local businesses because, you know, it's, it's like home every town that you go to. People are yeah. nice, you know. And having that really small town local feel and keeping it that way is tough. There really needs to be more light shed on these local businesses because these big name businesses are just putting everybody out. And that's a big thing if you ever go, um, like if you go up into the Northeast into places like Vermont, Maine, or like out to Colorado, kind of places that have booming economies right now, their environment is not really that much different than ours. <laughs> their, their people are not really that much different than ours. The difference is that they are able to embrace their local trades and their local Mm -hmm. economies where West Virginia just doesn't, uh, we kind of seem to have a little bit of a difficulty in doing that. So hopefully with this, we're able to maybe make a difference in that. Yeah. So uh, today is the first episode, as I said, and in the inaugural episode, we're going to be talking to John and Greg. Uh, John is the owner of... Comic Paradise Plus. um, And he also... Runs the pop cons every year, right? Yeah, West yeah. Virginia Pop Con in Morgantown every year. Yep. Yep, and um, if anybody wants to check them out, um, Comic Paradise Plus, you can check them out on Facebook. Their Fairmont store is facebook.com slash Comic Paradise Plus. Their Morgantown store is comic facebook.com slash Comic Paradise Plus 2. They also have a website, uh, www.comicboy.com. And if anybody wants to check out the PopCon, which we're, we're, we're actually going to have a booth there this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Us and our uh, parent Which I'm company. Pretty stoked for. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped. Um, <laughs> our parent company, 13 Palm Trees Podcast Productions, has a uh, got us a booth um, with them, and we'll actually be conducting interviews there. Um, that's going to be on a first come, first serve basis. We're going to have just a sign up sheet, just really quick. Like if you're an artist that's going to be there, if you are just passing through and have a local business you want to promote, sign up. We'll, you know, get on there, talk about you. Um, talk about you, talk to you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll get you some exposure. Um, if you want to check out um, what's going to what's going to be happening at PopCon this year, you can actually check out their website at uh, www.wvpop.com. Yeah, and if you just want to come up to the booth while we're there and just talk to us about nothing, yeah. we're totally cool with that too because we're really good at doing that, as yeah. you can tell. Yep, just talk about nothing all day. <laughs> we're like living, breathing Seinfeld characters. Mm-hmm. Daniel, where can uh, the listeners find more information about us? Okay, we have a uh, Facebook, 
obviously, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, website, all that. Our Facebook is facebook.com slash wasted local talent. Our Instagram is at wasted local talent. Twitter is at wasted local because <laughs> apparently wasted local talent's too long. So yeah. it's at wasted local. Thanks, Twitter. And our website is uh, www.13palmtrees.com slash wasted local talent. Um, there you can find out more information about us and our parent company, 13 Palm Trees. And if you are a local business band or artist and you want to come on the podcast, um, go to that link, um, 13palmtrees.com slash wasted local talent. There's a form on there. Fill it out. It'll shoot us an email and we'll get you scheduled on our show. And that's enough of us talking. I think it's about time that we go ahead and get to the interview. What's up, everybody? I'm Daniel. And I'm Jet. And today we're wasting our talent with... John. And Greg. From? WV PopCon. Uh, more specifically, Comic Paradise Plus. Fairmont for me, at least. So tell us, uh, the PopCon's coming up here pretty soon, right? Very soon. Very soon. I hear a week. I'm yeah. not sure. That's what people say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's what they say. No. So what, what are the dates specifically? Uh, it's August 25th and 26th, with the hours on Saturday being... 10 to 7, and the hours on Sunday being 11 to 5. All right. Cool. And, and you guys do this every year, right? Uh, yes. I would say, unfortunately, <laughs> but that's just the mental <laughs> yeah. stress right now of all this. The yeah. moment it occurs, it's a, it's a heck of a lot more fun than the, the, the pre-parts. And whereabouts, uh, whereabouts is it uh, located at? Milan Park, specifically 500 Milan Park Lane, for those who uh, like uh, to do some Google Maps or any other map. All right. Cool. cool. And so, yeah. how many booths are you guys going to have this year? Oh, my God. I was just looking at that, and I just said uh, it, it is somewhere in the number of 100 booths on, on average. Oh, wow. So, it's, it's, a, it's 100 booths, and it ends up still being probably a good 90 different vendors to get there. Um, we've, we've had upwards, or we've had lower, um, but it's a lot. It's a lot to manage. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. So, I've always kind of wondered, because I've gone for the past two or three years, I think, and... Uh, Ever since I moved back up here, I've gone. Um, I've always wondered, how many people come through there? So, a lot. Um, it varies yeah. a little bit year to year. <laughs> and, I, and I never count the the vendors and all their support staff and everything. I, I've, I understand some conventions do to, to you know, adjust their numbers and such things. But to me, that's just extra that I have to think about. But um, we've had anywhere from, on average, 2,200 to 2,500 people is, is what we're at these days. Wow. Varies a little bit based upon people having lives, and I hate that. It's like, yeah. well, you were there, right? And they're like, no, I had a wedding. I'm like, don't those happen all the time? And yeah, I'm like, exactly. oh, I had a vacation. I missed this year, but I'll be there next. And I'm like, that is a vacation. Where, where yeah. are you going? I, I distinctly remember trying to uh, talk one of the vendors out of skipping a wedding to be to make sure to be there <laughs> in the past couple of years. And Please like, tell me it was their wedding. I think, was, <laughs> I think it was the sister's wedding. Bring uh, me. Oh man! If we ever hear about maybe. a wedding, we we'll host that. I would. Just that would be there. awesome. Yes. I would. I would. So we'll make it. You cosplay. should do like a wedding we'll, booth, just like a wedding yeah. booth. Like come there, kind of like you know Vegas style. Yeah. Who the heck? Why does somebody who not have to, a geek wedding? Who wants to get married? Popcorn. Pop yeah. I know a bunch of people, and they've always you know a bunch of friends getting married, and you know they're dressing up like one's a stormtrooper, one's yeah. Darth Vader, getting married like that. Like just do that there. I, I think I know a guy who's ordaining too to be able to. I don't know. It's a fetish thing. Leroy. Really right. Yeah, we we could do more than two. one then. So you got yeah. somebody. I guess some, we can, we yeah. can do dual weddings. We yeah. uh, me and Jed will get married. This, be new, great. this is a new yes. new business line <laughs> yeah. here. I'm loving it. Well, there you go. You just expanded your business now. There you go. That's what we're here for. All Don't the span of a couple <laughs> of minutes. Do not tell my wife I've expanded <laughs> our business. Do not tell her. So how many years have you guys been running it? This will be the seventh, uh, seventh crazy year of it, and it's it's flew by. It really really has it. It was a uh, digging into that. It's been it was a lot of work the first three years and, and a lot of work. I, I I went to tons of conventions to to grab people and I think I had quite a bit of luck on that because I just walked up to people that were soon to be famous were and would like, hey, would you come to my convention in rural West Virginia? I'm in Chicago <laughs> at the time, talking to uh, Kyle Higgins specifically who. Um, is now like a featured writer all across the way and writing the newest Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, which is just exploding everywhere. And he wow. was like, yeah, I'll, I'll come. And I'm like, 
this was way too easy. <laughs> of course, he had a relative here at WU at the time and everything, but it was like, wow, it's this easy. And that was just a confidence. I didn't know all that at the time. I'm just thinking, all I had to do is go ask these people. They'll come. But in the meantime, he was like, this guy's going to fly me to West Virginia. Hell yeah, I'll get to visit my cousin. <laughs> yeah. It's in the back of his head. This is too easy. Yeah. And in my head, it's just too easy. And, yeah. and it, you know, hey, it worked out. So it works out good for, for both parties. Yeah. There. So do you have uh, many like bigger names come through there at all because I, I actually personally haven't ever been um for shame yeah i'm sorry shame, i've never shame, been Daniel. Ding. Yeah. Shame. so so we have in the past and and you know th- th- this is the question i always hate but but i'll i'll, I'll answer it in, in various ways so i can get bigger names in and bigger names cost me money and you know i'll get a few more people in for that that'll roughly offset that. But I've actually done an experiment on this. Um, and I end up in the end with the same rough overall dollar figures. Okay, if that yeah. makes sense from, from me as a businessman perspective, yeah. like where we've gained the extra people, it didn't help any money because I paid to have a You're lot of people come in. Out, right. Yeah. And so uh, actually last year was one of the years where we didn't have anybody that was really expensive or, or super big. Mm-hmm. And our numbers were down a little bit, but overall it was the same input and output of, of cash. Um, you know, I, I love doing this, but there's something I need to figure out. And uh, hey, anybody hearing this, feel free. I love input. I got to figure out how to. I want to make this bigger. I want to make this yeah. bigger for the area, but but I think I'm at that um, saturation point on mm-hmm. figuring it out because this is for the area. That's why I did this. This is this is for all the local guys to come do their thing and all the the local attendees to to get a vibe and a feel for cons that they might not be able to travel to. But but everybody's got to understand there's limitations to that too. Everybody's yeah. like, oh yeah, just go. Go get Nathan Fillion. I'm like, hey, you know what? Go <laughs> through my Rolodex. Idea. That's a good <laughs> idea. Yeah, let me, let me go grab my Rolodex. I wasn't even thinking about <laughs> yeah. him. You know, he was at a big party with all these other people, and I was like, yeah. I'm just not going to talk to him. But it, it's just not that simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's so much to it that people don't realize. I have had people ask me in the store if Stan Lee's going to be there. And I'm just like, I mean, if you, you, if you want to call him and bring him up, yeah, man, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> what I would probably say if somebody actually did that to me it would be like, no, we're going to have his corpse. Uh, it <laughs> yeah. won't be too long. It'll be yeah. like a little cheaper. The signing fees cheaper. will be I so think, much less. Yeah. I, th- I think they said they're going to knock like 25% off once he passes. Yeah. yeah. Probably only 25%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if anybody, you mentioned if anybody <clears throat> out there is listening, um, knew any way to like help you, how would they get in contact with you to actually help you? Uh, Facebook. So there's Facebook slash WV Pop. There's Facebook slash comic, singular, comic paradise plus. And then the Morgantown store is slash comic paradise plus with a number two. <laughs> comic uh, paradise it's, plus two. It's very easy. We're very receptive to, to Facebook, everybody's Facebook. Um, and the email is info at wvpop.com. Really simple. We tried to keep that really simple. Um, and, and yeah, we take all kinds of input, questions, thoughts. Uh, like I say, I, I'm, I'm an open book on that. I believe in collaboration and ideas. And, and then once I hear them, then I trounce all over them and tell you how it's crap. <laughs> yeah. But, but I want to hear them first. I want to hear them first. And, yeah. and it, you know, a lot of times it is education though. And like, yeah, I've been there. I've done that. Mm-hmm. You know, most of the time it's really not shit ideas. It's, it's probably good ideas and, and things I haven't heard of. So, so what, uh, what spurred? the jump into doing your own con. Well, this is a funny story that opens up other uh, layers of things, but but frankly, being in Fairmont for my store, I'm like, man, what would be a great way to get exposure for the Fairmont store? And what better way than just to run a convention and put your store right inside the door? Mm-hmm. Perfect way. Yes. And then when yeah. they see what your store has to offer, they will come in droves in droves i'm not sure anybody's came based upon that but um but they did come to the con and 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 that's what was really cool was was the original thought was that for the for the convention and then when i was doing it i'm like man i can help out local local everything you know it'll help me and it'll help out all these local vendors or local stores and businesses and um you know it did for the con it is a a group as a whole for that it it most definitely has done that over the years and it's just grown and my friendships have grown and as i mentioned traveling to cons i went to that first year i went to chicago and i went to 
Pittsburgh's. I went to Columbus. I, I went to so many different conventions and got so many different business cards. The, the stack is probably, you know, if you sit on the side, two foot long. Um, and, and got to know a lot of people, a lot of friendships out of this. So has it, has it actually helped your shop out, like as far as, you know, revenue or anything like that? I, I, really, I really honestly don't think so. I, I truly don't think so. A lot, the people in, in areas are, are as they are anywhere. We, we all know that you know, I travel a lot for, for my day job. Mm-hmm. And, you know, 20 minutes from Fairmont to Morgantown is more than most people want to go for their comics, which yeah. is just yeah. ridiculous because yeah. for their Walmarts, yeah. by God, oh, yeah. they will go further. But, yeah. but yeah, you know, uh, I, I truly believe that, 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 that our store is one of the best in the area, um, if not, you know, around the, the country just because of how we work things internal at our store and how we want to make sure the customers get things. Um, and, and, but, but people aren't necessarily willing to, to travel. And that's partly why we opened, uh, you know, Comic Paradise Plus Morgantown was, was to serve those people. Serve and, people it, too, yeah. and that has done us really well. Yeah. Now that, that frankly has mm-hmm. done, um, really well, you know, sometimes you, it can be a detriment to open a second business mm-hmm. like that, but even only being 20, 25 minutes apart, the stores have their own personalities own sets of people. Yeah. Um, you know, the Fairmont store is, is the warehouse uh, mm-hmm. per se for all the back issues. <laughs> it, it truly is. And our Morgantown location is just not as big, but yeah. you, you have no idea how many back issues we have in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I really have no idea how many it's, it's at least 500 long boxes of stuff. Ty- Tyler said I was underestimating. He thinks it's closer to 600 now. Yeah. Which yeah. if you, anybody wants to do the mental math, you can estimate anywhere between uh, about 275 comics per long box. So. That's a lot of comics. That's a lot of books. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, we're 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 here in this studio. You know, it would be it would be uh, ten ten of these studios full, yeah. and it's just not just yeah. single layer. We're talking like four four, four layers per, per wow. thing. Yeah, it, our our store basement is absolutely full, and it is approximately twenty five foot by fifty five foot, and that that layer is like I say four four boxes high um so there's a there's a lot going on in there a lot (laughs) yeah uh, greg did the math that's uh 165,000 comics just based on that super quick estimate that we made man (laughs) i hope you guys have good security over there too the best, yeah. the best store best. cat watching oh, yeah. you I'll could ever have to attack. Oh yeah, you do not want to mess. Hell with yeah, that, that cat. <laughs> no, yeah, he looks like a possum at times, and I'm telling you, he'll he'll this is scary. He, he will not roll over and play dead. He'll yeah. he'll get you. And and so, we do. We we actually have cameras yeah. there. Oh, so yeah, uh, it's you, be, you never know with businesses. It'd be foolish not to do yeah. that, honestly. Yep. So. Yeah. So uh, so you've been doing the con for seven years now. How long uh, have you had the stores? Let's see. Um, this specific Comic Paradise Plus store since 2010. Um, in in early 2010, the owner had a, a pretty massive heart attack trying to work on the store um, that he never fully recovered from, and, and he ended up um, passing away from that. And we were given the opportunity to, 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 to take it over. He, he didn't have a family other than a, a sister and a mother, and um, his mother at the time was in her 80s, late 80s and her sister his sister was even older than he was so and he was in his mid 50s so um you know it, it was it was an opportunity we we took it and we ran with it and um you know loved it ever since but i, I had about three years prior to that in uh in comic book uh merchandising experience with a with respect to store and then i'd been doing it since i was in college buying collections and mm-hmm. reselling them so so I've how long total have you been doing this? like in comic oh, books? In comic books. Well, I started when I was 10 years old with my paper out when I when I started really collecting. Um, we can go back to pre-reading and my parents wanted to get me into reading by giving me some books that that I had no idea what was happening. Uh, you know, the old Supermans of the 70s where I'm like, what is happening? I'm making up my own stories because I can't read. But So a long time, but truly collecting since I was 10. Uh, making a business out of it since I was like 18 in some form or another, owning stores. I would have been about 30. And, you know, well, nobody's going to be able to figure out the math from that. But I guess I'm 40, <laughs> 43 now. So, Wow. So just from like an outside perspective, because admittedly I've never like dabbled in comics. Um, I was kind of past that. Um, there is no past that. I will change this right now. Well, so th- that's kind of what I was going to get at was when I was growing up, whenever I was a kid, 
comics, like nobody really watched comics. We had cartoons and we had, that was like, you know, the early days of the Game Boy and Pokemon. And I see you looking and yes, that's a Pokemon tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But so I kind of never really got into the whole comic book thing. Um, But it seems like maybe 10 years ago or so, comic books kind of came back. Like I started seeing them popping up everywhere and, you know, manga became a thing that whenever I was in, I think, high school, middle school. And uh, it seems like they've hit kind of a resurgence of late. It's got to be the movies, you know, you yeah, I, I, I do. I oh, think the yeah. movies made a big, big to do on that. I mean, there, there's been a desire to do these movies for forever, but um, a way there hasn't been other than in cartoons. And that's so limited um, in how they do it. I mean, some of the first, I think, decent films, and everybody forgets about them. There's there's a lot of joking about, um, you know, women in movies. Oh my God, there's never been a powerful woman in movies, and and you can go back to, to Terminator and all mm-hmm. these other things that came before. Alien, and, yeah, yeah, Ripley. yeah, Ripley. yeah. And, and then that. and yep. then you know, <laughs> most recently with Black Panther, there's never been a black superhero before. Did everybody forget Wesley Snipes? Blade, yeah, Blade. I mean, yeah, I mean, right like, really, yep. I know it's a generational Hancock, thing. If you really want to go, there, yeah, but. yeah, yeah, it has <laughs> to be a generational thing, but. Um, yeah, Spawn. Yeah, but yeah. but I do believe that it's been you know all of those things were with studios that had lesser might than than, mm. than the Disney than like the Marvel and Marvel DC and Disney and and, Disney, and, and taking yeah. Iron Man a, a B rated you know or uh, yeah B rated character and turning him into to something so much more. Frankly, ten years ago or so when the first Avengers came out, the Avengers issues of comics were much much cheaper than they are now. Things that were back issue bins for a couple bucks are now $10 books oh, type yeah. of thing. It, it's yeah. had such an effect on that um, over the long term. You know, most of the time, at least around our area here in West Virginia, the movies don't tend to roll people into the store. Um, we've done some midnight. Yeah, re- very seldom. Yeah, we've done some midnight releases trying to get people in. Um, by and large, it's probably less than 10% that causes people to come in, like you per se, maybe that, that have watched whatever film and are like man i wonder if there's some more of this or something and then when they come in i really enjoy um pointing out the the, the films that are been comic book ones that that people um never knew were comic books um, um i'm trying to think of the name of the one with bruce willis surrogates surrogates oh, yeah. with bruce willis from several uh, years yeah. ago that was a graphic novel mm, before it was a disappointing movie, movie. Yep. it was a very disappointing <laughs> movie <laughs> my favorite to drop is road to perdition because people are like oh yeah yeah they have no perfect. clue that road, road to perdition was a really book. yep, yep. I, graphic no, novel road to perdition uh we oh, were just wow. tyler and i were doing this the other day um 30 days a night pro- see i knew that i knew that was probably a, a better known one yeah uh, we were just trying to think of all of them we could the other day. There's but. a ton of them, and in and in in some senses, like with the Predator and Alien movies, they they spiral around each other. Even though those weren't comic books to start with, they've continued in comics and then backfed yeah. into the movies. Dark Horse um, picked them up, yeah, and big it just time they'll do down. they'll sometimes they'll do prequels or stories that get converted and things. So there, that's really I think where those came from. That that the the modern age of movies allowed for that, um, and and it just drove people in, but. But but frankly, if people enjoy that style of story and want that style of story, there are so many comic books that are awesome. And and probably will because of budgetary reasons will never get turned into movies. Yeah. But it's just like if, if if anybody's into novels and reading and understanding how much bigger some of the movies can be in a novel, that's the same way they can be in a in a graphic novel and it, at least it's graphically represented. So if you your imagination's you know, half-assed, you know, at least there's pictures there for you. <laughs> yeah. I think the big thing, too, there's so many books that they could not. There's, there's, you can't turn Saga into a movie. How do you do that? That's exactly there's what I'm no, There's absolutely no way you could do that. It would be amazing if you could. Zero percent chance so, that you can. So I don't know what you're, you're thinking of genre-wise or liking in movies, but, but what he's bringing up is one that I term as a mixture between, like, Star Trek and Star Wars mixed together. It's got science fiction and fantasy mixed together in such a way that it, that it in such a storytelling way that it makes sense. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a little Shakespearean too. It gets a little kind of with dueling families, and there's a little Ju- Romeo and Juliet, and there's a little and, and I don't, don't want to play that up too much, but there is definitely it, it's it's a it's a spacefaring love story, family love story. When I say it that way, because it's told in such a way about a family, it's at the middle of an epic war, and it's just so good. And there's so many characters. I mean, it's 
it's also really graphic. <laughs> just, yeah, just yeah, this is not. There, there are certain it's issues that are book. not for children. <laughs> a a the, lot of it. The, the book literally opens with a woman giving birth to a child, and the main character is the child. But they had to, so but she could tell the story. Yeah, she's telling the exactly. story. Exactly, and the, the first balloon is just like, please don't tell me I shit on the table. Like that is <laughs> literally the beginning of the story, and I'm just like, all right, you got me. It, cool, it, I'm it, sold. So, so okay. I'm in. It, it is actually one comic book. When people come in, if I describe it as rough, you know, a little less maybe rough than we just did, um, and the people are like, "That sounds interesting." I'm like, "I if you don't like it, bring this book back." It's it's yep. one book I yep. will, will absolutely guarantee. Never um, had that, somebody bring it back. Yeah, we had one guy go. Eh, I don't really want any more. I'm like, "Oh, bring me that back." And he's like, "No, no, I'm going to no. keep it because you know you 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 talk me into getting it." Like, oh, but but you know I'm keeping it. Yeah. But I'm not buying any more. And then I've had people that are like, man, the first one didn't get me some because you love it so much. I'm going to try two and three. And then they bought the rest. Yeah. So the first one somehow didn't grow, which I don't understand how. But but after it's reading so a little good. more, they were it's, they were like, we're in. It's and, so good. And it's just it, and why we say it'd be hard to ever do in a movie is it, it just has so many different characters and so many different things. There's space. There's planets. There's a multitude of species there's Anthropom- underwater anthropomorphic animals yeah there's it's just uh, it's a living wooden spaceship there's but but, I, but this is what spawns our love of these things you know in the in the fantasy worlds of of star wars and everything else star trek the cartoons the gi joe i just learned about a gi joe cosplay group that i never realized they happened just like the star wars 501st and oh, if you, mm-hmm. you don't know about the 501st that's just basically a star wars cosplay group and i, I learned something new they'll be at the con are they going to be there? The five at first? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They're always there. Oh, will they be? Oh, yeah. absolutely. Oh, they're the five, always the, there, yeah. The five at first and the Mandalorian Mercs and yeah. the Rebel Legion all will be there. And and by the way, there's a different factions, obviously. Five at first is supposed to kind of in general be the bad guys. And yeah. of course, the Mandalorian Mercs are the, the mercenaries or bounty hunters. And then, of course, the Rebel Legion is is all the good guys. So, uh, Knowledge. Rumpus. Yes. Tell us about that. So that's another one of those. Don't tell my wife I have another business thing. But she knows about this one. Um, but that was uh, that was a fun little. Uh, ha- ha- you want the whole backstory or just, oh, the, just the game? Yeah, whatever you want. Yeah, because I know it's a game that you that you created, correct? Well, I I didn't create it, but my business partners did. So okay. that's the the the, okay. the the business side of me. I'm I'm more of like a editor kind of guy. So I was, you know, I was in Lowe's. I was in Lowe's buying stuff for, for my store and ran into an old friend. I'm like, what have you been into? And he's like, ah, oh, man, I just moved back from, you know, down in Weston. And my, my friend and I have been creating board games all the time. And we just create new games and play them all weekend. And I'm like, hmm, this sounds interesting. So you have multiple games. He's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, have you thought about making that into business? And sort of the rest is history. So... Um, we, we tackled uh, what would be the simplest to get things rolling, uh, which was Rumpus as a Kickstarter, and um, we, we turned it into to what it is. So, you know, by and large, I'm the editor, the business side of things. Here's where I see things going. Um, you know, uh, my friend that I ran into, sort of that middle ground of he can be very creative. He's a graphic artist. That's uh, Nate Snyder. Shout out, Nate. Um, you know, and, and, and he, uh, does that type of type of thing in the middle. And then we've got Ethan, who's a creator who just pops things out like a game every two weeks. It's ridiculous. Oh, wow. And not just a card game. We're talking board games. We're talking role playing games. Uh, his creativity is, is endless. It's, it's so crazy. So we have a whole bunch in the pipeline. Um, frankly, uh, Rumpus wore us out. You know, we weren't expecting the, the, uh, how much effort was in this? Anybody that ever wants to jump into any of these crazy business ideas, I'll tell you how tiring they are, um, <laughs> and, and warn you and everything. But but things like that are are a lot of fun, but they're they're awful darn tiring. But this year, like last year at the con, we were we were just talking about it's just going to be a Kickstarter. We have it this year, so we'll have it so at, the have at the con. It'll be it for sale at the con. Yeah. Um, it's a fun, easy. You know, I like to term it a kind of a rock paper scissors meets poker. Um, fun tabletop uh, game. That sounds super awesome. Awesome. Rock, paper, scissors meets poker. Yeah. (laughs) I actually tried to create a board game once with my, one of my ex-fiancés. Multiple. Um, (laughs) They never work out. Uh, (laughs) Fiancés or or creating, (laughs) fiancés of the game board creation. Which which one? Both. (laughs) (laughs) 
Here at Wasted Local Talent, we are all about supporting and promoting local businesses. And today, Jed and I are going to be telling you about one of our sponsors. They are a locally owned screen printing company from Morgantown, West Virginia. Their name is Thunderprints, and they're good friends of ours, Matt and Megan. And uh, Jed, why don't you tell us a little bit more about them? Yeah, Thunderprints is, uh, like, like Daniel said, they're based out of Morgantown. They've been making merchandise since 2009. Everything that they make, they make in-house, by hand, not on a machine. They make a lot of different things. They make T-shirts, hoodies, tote bags. They can pretty much make anything. Um, they, they try to bring the business experience down to a more personal level. They really like for people to contact them and kind of tell them exactly what it is that they want and try to work with them on a personal level to deliver that. Uh, they can be contacted at thunderprintswv.com or on Facebook or Instagram at thunderprintswv. And if you use the promo code THUNDER13, you actually get 13% off your first order. So you should go check them out. So, Daniel, since we've been talking about Thunderprints and we're actually interviewing WV PopCon, Wasted Local Talent and 13 Palm Trees are going to have our own booth at PopCon this year, along with Embroidery Geek and Thunderprints. And we've teamed up to offer a discount. So if you purchase anything from Embroidery Geek or Thunderprints booths, you're going to get 10% off at ours. And they've actually reciprocated this discount so that the fun goes all around. So so wait, what you're telling me is that if I buy a shirt from Thunderprints and then want to buy a 13 palm tree shirt, I will get 10% off of 13 palm tree shirt. Yes, you will. 10 whole percent. And say I buy a shirt from 13 palm trees and I want to go to Embroidery Geeks. You're going to get 10% off. That is amazing. Yeah. That is so cool. It's 100% 10% amazing. 100% 10%. All right, guys, um, we're going to get back to the episode, but just one more thing before we get back. Um, and if you would like to advertise your local business or your band here on Wasted Local Talent, you can email us at info at 13palmtrees.com. And if you would like to be featured and have Jed and myself interview you here on our show, if you go to www.13palmtrees.com slash wastedlocaltalent, there's a form at the bottom of the page. Just scroll right down there. Yep. And just fill that form out. Yep. I'm going to wait for you to finish it. Wait for you. Yep. Finish that form. Mm-hmm. Yep. Finish it up. Hit submit. And we got the email. And yeah. And that's how you get on our show. And now back to John and Greg from WVPuckGone. So running the con, like, you know, especially with that many people coming in and out of there, there has to be some uh, some wonky happenings every once in a while. You know, frankly, no. We we have pretty calm. Um, we have a pretty calm con. See, he laughs like he I like just, he has I a just, story. No, I just like the phrase "wonky happening." Oh, okay, I, okay. Like I'm thinking about the story. Yeah, sure. It's, you know. <laughs> yeah, I but, think I think we're at numbers where we don't have any craziness yeah, there's, really there's no occur. Really crazies yeah. that come up for that. I'm I'm surprised. I, I mean, yeah, I've got some cute. Yeah. I've got some cute stories. You know, some things like that. But but nothing where anybody's done anything. Um, in, insane. No, what's no, what's no. the best story that you have about the con? Like what sticks out in your mind the most that has happened there? Uh, a little boy who saw Spider Man, a live action Spider Man, and it, it gets to me still, you know, because this little boy, with his mom comes in and she's asking me right that moment about how to how things go, and I'm like, oh, you just walk around, you have some fun, and one of one of the cosplayers came up and he's in a very good Spider Man suit, and the little boy just freezes and he's just staring and he's tapping on mom while she's talking to me and pointing and i'm like i uh, i think he's uh, wanting to to see spider-man over there and he's like yeah you know so i, I call over the the guy who's spider-man and and he, he comes over and the little boy's just eyes are getting bigger and bigger and bigger and and i'm like you want to get a photo with him and he's like yeah just shaking his head up and down like yeah just <laughs> in awesome. in like spider-man's real to this kid at yeah. this moment and so mom gets him over there and Spider-Man kneels down and puts his arm around him and and uh, she's saying smile to him and, and he's just, he's looking at the camera, but there's no smile. He, his <laughs> eyes are as big as saucers. He is no, he's just, yeah. he's still like Spider-Man is touching me. And, and <laughs> I'm sitting there, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just unbelievably thrilled that, that I could make this for the kid. You know, it, it still cracks me up to this day that that little boy met Spider-Man that day. 
And that that's yeah. kind of the whole point in doing it. You know, that's mm-hmm. for the kids. That's the whole point in doing it. Yeah. For, for adults, it's to to be comfortable and bringing their kids to something like this in a sense that they can also have fun. There's oh, yeah. so many yeah. things to look at and do and not be bored at. And, and frankly, this goes into how I named it PopCon and not Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. I wanted to feed into the Big Bang Theory, which everybody always relates to. Right. But I think if I would have called it a Comic Con, they would have said, "Oh, I'm not into comics. It's just going to be comics. Yeah. I'm not going to go." Get pigeonhole yourself, right? And, and that, even yeah. though, and I think even though when all of them, any of them these days say, you know, Comic Con, it's more than that. So, but but I wanted to not try and pigeonhole and educate out. I wanted to educate in on on the naming. I think for me, uh, one of the things that a lot of people, whenever I talk to them about it, because I've I haven't gone to any that aren't local. I've I've only ever been to PopCon and Steel City. Um, but when I talk to people who've never been, uh, one of the things that they never really think about is the art. And that's always my favorite part is going and actually getting to see like like small artists that, you know, it's it's nothing. It's like you go and it's like ten dollars for an awesome drawing. Yeah. Like an awesome drawing. Yeah, yeah, that's that's totally the point. It, it, I, our artist alley does really well. I mean, I have a very high return rate on things, and and I take very seriously input from those guys on what I've done right and wrong. And the first, as I mentioned, few years were, we're learning both inside the con and outside on how to get people, but. I like to focus on Otter Stally. If you actually go to bigger cons, mine's a great starter convention for people. I always tell them that too. This is a good representation on a smaller scale of what a big con's going to be. Um, but I focus on Artist Alley. Uh, generally, about two thirds of the, my con is Artist Alley. You would flip that around if you went to a bigger con in yeah. Chicago or anywhere else. It's it's two thirds of its stores like mine, just grabbing a van full of stuff and and throwing it on a table. Yeah. yeah. Um, with a much much smarter, smaller artist alley. But I like the artist alley. When I go to cons like that, I I don't generally shop in the stores, and maybe it's because I own a store or something like that. But but I love artist alley, just like you're talking about. I go down to there. I I can potentially talk to creators of the books that I'm reading, um, you know, whether it's the writer or the artist, and and I get to geek out that way because having a widget's cool from a store, I have plenty of widgets. I have plenty of life-size props of things. I love one-to-one props and swords, but but having that conversation or a one-off signature or one-off comic I, that that is more for me. Yeah, and you really get to see like how creative some people can be. Like my one of my favorite things is getting to see like whenever uh, somebody will take they'll do like mashups of like you know different. Uh, maybe comics or like cartoons or whatever. And they'll, they'll mash them up together. Like two things that you never really thought would go together. And then they smash them together and it works out so perfectly. That's my favorite thing. I have so, I have like dozens, dozens of drawings. I've had to clear some out of the room. Yeah. I, I recently moved in with, Sarah, <laughs> and it was like a storage space for a bunch of stuff. And I was trying to find spots for my clothes and I just picked up a pile of stuff and it was just all these different, there's some Rick and Morty stuff. There was yeah. some, all this different stuff that was there that he had picked up at, I don't know if it was Steel City or uh, I up at PopCon, but remember. just stacks and stacks of stuff that he's bought. So. I, I wish I would have had the shirt on today that I was wearing yesterday. It, it was a, an Adventure Time and the fourth Doctor of Doctor Who mashup. So uh, it, it's one of my favorites, even though I don't care for Adventure Time. Mm-hmm. I, I love uh, Doctor Who and the fourth oh, yeah. Doctor in particular. So it was it was really cool. Yeah. I love Adventure Time, and I actually also have an Adventure Time shirt that's a mashup, and it's Adventure Time mixed with He-Man, <laughs> and he's riding Jake. That would be awesome. Yeah, it's pretty great. Oh, that sounds like it'd be awesome. Yeah. Jake is canine for the fourth Doctor Who people. They would get that, and and you know, uh, it's 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 really cool. So uh, so this year in particular, anything big going on that you want to talk about? Oh my gosh! Well, that that my mind's a mushy jumble. We've we've got a very good mix. <laughs> I, I, I from looking earlier, I know we have a very very good mix of things. We have a, a few more cosplayers than we do normally. And with uh, I think everything's a little better this year in that sense. We have a, we have a lot more cosplayers and a lot of very well structured panels laying around. Um, those folks in the gaming. So the cosplay and gaming, as as has done every year, is is expanded a bit more. Um, we've got a loaded different artist alley. We actually have quite a few different new people um, coming in. Uh, for all the people that get married and, and have vacations, there's always somebody <laughs> to come popping in, even on the vendor side. Because you know, I was talking to, I was referring to attendees earlier as much as anything, but the vendors are 
are definitely um, growing and changing uh, every year. Um, if anything, the artist alley just keeps growing, and, and these, the stores maybe uh, fluctuate a little bit back and forth between years. So your artist alley love will be well fed. Awesome. Um, and and, it, and it's I like getting a good bit of crafts in there. So there's there's a lot of craft people as well as the um, the, the art print and, and yeah. others um, people. So yeah, it's 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 there's 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 so much across the board. It's it's. Yeah, my mind. I'm like rolling through <laughs> so like many all things. these names and all these so like, many did you need to know this? Did you need to know that stuff today? And we'll obviously be up there this year. Yes, uh, me and uh, with the whole 13 Palm Trees crew, mostly the whole weekend. I know I'll be there Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, so. we'll be too. So how long have you been with the store? Uh, just over five years now. Oh, oh wow. I, yeah, I... Uh, I really didn't start reading comics as early as he did, um, and not that's not a joke about him being old or anything. Uh, but I, <laughs> I, I am only. 20. It is now that you pointed it is. It, out it is now. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm I'm only 29, but uh, I started there five years ago. I didn't start reading until I was like 22, maybe. Wow, that's uh, how did you get through high school? <laughs> <laughs> I was I was a movies guy in high school. Oh, okay. So I didn't I didn't play sports. I didn't do any kind of stuff for. For high school, except like do my homework and tell everybody leave me alone, and then go to the movies by myself. That was a lot of high school. For I think me. that joke went over his head. I think it did too. Yeah. <laughs> what did I say? Well, I missed. How it. did you get through high school without knowing how to read? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's even better because you didn't get it. I didn't even get it. It went right over my head. He was it's, just so excited to talk yeah, about it. Right. So. Yeah. I, look, I told you guys if you put me in front of a mic, I'll just keep going. Take your time. So, um, I actually started uh, reading comics because I walked into the shop just just down the road here. You know, we were talking about um, stray animals. It, yep. It's really I was, I was one of the first happened. ones that they kept. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was it was free comic we book. We still haven't day. fixed him. <laughs> Ladies, uh, <laughs> um, I I had gone in actually. Speaking of that, I'd gone in with a girl that I worked with, who was super cute, and she was like, "Yo, they're giving away free comic books." And I'm like, "This sounds great. I'll totally You're go like, there." Yeah, with I, you. I love comic yeah, books. I love comics. Sure. We cute should girl. Go. Yes, absolutely. Let's go together <laughs> on on Saturday morning. And they had just stacks of of blackest night number one left over that would we'd do that sometimes we had a bunch of old stuff we'd just be like hey take this for me too and i grabbed that and i went home and i was like i, I didn't know you could do this in comic books it was so <laughs> like on the second page black hand is pulling bruce wayne's skeleton out of the out of his grave and like licking dead flesh off of his skull and then vomiting up black rings and I was just like, "This is amazing! Why, why, why did nobody tell me?" <laughs> like and, that's I, the, and that's the moment that you lost interest in girls, and then became just a comic book nerd. No, no. Okay. At, you know, <laughs> f- funny thing is, she moved to China like a month after that oh, okay. to teach English as a second language. I've been told that a so, few times too. Yeah, and I ran so, into him at McDonald's yeah. like two weeks yeah, later. I'm in China. I'm like, She's in China. <laughs> she posted pictures on yeah. Facebook and yeah. everything just to make it look real, real, real. <laughs> um, but I, I came back in the next Tuesday. I was like, yeah, I need, I just need comic books. And I'm pretty sure Julie was there, and she was like, "What?" I was like, "I just need, just give me, just I want this, and then I want Batman, and then just tell me other things to read." And I started. At, that was Batman number eight had just come out. It was New Fifty Two, and I remember buying one through seven and eight that day, and then just going home and going, "I got to figure out a pull list because this shit's just so good. Like all of, <laughs> all of it's awesome, so good." Yeah. And then within like a year, they were like. You want you want to sort stuff in the basement for us? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you ever catch him down there just reading, like after what he's supposed no, to be sorting? No, he, no, he actually because well, okay. you only got a certain amount of time. You're there before the door is locked, so he was yeah, sorting. So he'd so take him home so and then read him, him okay, and, and not sleep and come back and do the same <laughs> that's, thing. That's the thing. That's the other thing. He's like, you get first crack at back issues, and I was like, oh baby. <laughs> so yeah, like of course, of course, I wanted to be down in there. By the way, you mentioned pull list, and with respect to comics, that means where we automatically yeah. pull comics and hold them for you, so you don't have to think about it, and you get the hottest titles first, you know, yeah. first run at them. Yeah. I forget a lot of people aren't in the middle. Yeah, I'm so I'm so used to comic yeah. stuff. We that I'm we just... are we are here to be your service. It's kind of like the new grocery store thing where you know you can just order all your groceries online and just walk yeah. in and pick, and them, pick up. them up. That's yep. that's how the yeah. pull list works. You tell us the we comics you comics. want, and then all you have to do is walk in the door and we hand them to you. 
and that's it. And you just can go home and read them. You don't have to worry about missing an issue. Yeah. You don't have to worry about anything like that. And after you got to make sure that people come and get those. I bet you've got a lot of people that just let stuff stack up, don't you? So you, I know one of them's you, upstairs. You know right your now. brother well. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you do have to keep on people, yeah. and you you learn. You, it, honestly, a lot of these people turn into your friends, just like uh, <laughs> yeah. Greg is. So you can you can Absolutely. have a level of trust, and then just the same as they are your friends, that level of trust will be broken. But yeah. uh, that's part of the business. Yeah. Uh, you know, keep keeping on people. Um, but but overall, you know, having that predictability, you got to have something. You got a baseline there. You you know that you should have those people coming in versus if you don't have some kind of pool system. And some stores are crazy enough not. They just they know they have the regular people. They don't actually mm-hmm. do the pools. They just order the amount. Like they know they have six people come in and buy whatever. Mm-hmm. They will buy those. They'll leave them on the shelf. And those poor people have to come in. I, I saw a Facebook post in a group where the guy's like, oh, wish I would have known this was this hot book. I only ordered six of them for my pool subscribers. And if they don't come in earliest, then they're going to miss out. And I'm just thinking your customers then are going to go to another yeah, store. Yeah, they'll go somewhere else. Yeah. They'll customers like yeah. you need to have a pool system you crazy person you've got to and honestly within like probably a month of starting up you don't even have to say your name whenever you come in i'll just know you'll be like yes yeah that's that yep, guy that's okay it. i totally know that guy <laughs> we don't have it's not like we have a thousand people like we uh, probably about 200 between the two stores. i would say that, yeah it's 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 manageable <laughs> So it's 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 enough that I can keep track of all of them but, in my head but, for the most part. But that part. is probably eighty percent of our comic sales. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, yeah, we, it is. We yeah. probably have maybe not even up to ninety. You know, we we only order above and beyond for the shelf a few issues because you can order wrong. You can guess wrong. Yeah. Because it's a it's a it's a guessing science. <laughs> yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that you can you know identify people as they're walking in makes it a really nice, comfortable personable place to go into you're not just walking into like a random store where they're just pretending to be nice these people you know these people by name you know what they like i've hung out with some of these people outside of the shop so two of them huh they really are our friends yeah Yeah. i mean larry Larry morgan who does stuff with emp comics it's local yada 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 he'll be at popcorn plugs all that stuff they just put out a magazine i have a story in it yada yada there's the plugs (laughs) uh he's actually my next door neighbor like I moved, I moved to Manalga. He just a opens his ago. window and he's just like, hey! you know, there was a time, hey! there was a time he got so busy with work, and I was like, Larry, I guess I could have just brought these to you if you really wanted me to. Just give me fifty bucks, and then I'll bring you fifty bucks for the books. He's like, yeah, I never even thought about that. <laughs> but like, even even him, him and his buddy Mark, who also runs uh, EMP, like we for a while we were just going to movies every Tuesday. Yeah. We'd get together and be like, ah, eh, let's see it. Why not? And just. Just that kind of stuff. It, it it really happens organically, and it, it is a friendly atmosphere. And after walking in a couple times, it's basically you're like one of our friends. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that probably helps out a lot, though, because like as a someone who is not into comics, the few times that I've thought to myself like I might go get a comic, I've like walked up to a store, seen all the comics, and just been like, nope, I have no <laughs> idea. I I could even start. no, yeah. I could tell you one hundred percent. If you give me maybe even five minutes with you, we can find a book that you like. Yeah, Ab- absolutely. I, I have a three question thing I do when people come in. Like, you know, oh, yeah. they are, they have the overwhelmed. The little kid seeing Spider Man look. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh my god, I'm ready to run out. And and I'll be like, like, yeah, I was thinking about getting. Some, I just don't know what to get. And I, I, I guess I have a couple, a couple pre. And like, well, you after Marvel or DC after the movies? Like, oh, I don't know. I don't know anything about. It. I'm like, okay, great. And I'm like, so number <laughs> one, blank well, hands. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then I'm like, okay, well, so so do you read books? You know, and if some people don't, I'm like, okay, if you don't read books, then what? When you go to the movies, what movie do you watch? What movies do you gravitate towards? You know, and if name the past couple, and you can generally get a genre from them. And then you ask when you get the remote from the girlfriend or wife, what do you, what do you watch on TV? Again, you get the the genre, and then from there, it's easy. From there, there is a million different comic titles, and then the, the you know you're talking about mashups. A lot of comic books actually are genre mashups, like post-apocalyptic westerns, or Ooh. you know, Ooh. East of West. That sounds yes, awesome. exactly. Awesome. And yeah. there there are. I mean, Jonathan so, Hickman's East of West. Yeah, there's just so many things, and you just start. You just start like like, well, you, would you be interested in a story like X, Y, and Z, or you know, are you a Star Wars fan? You know, and what do you think of start the saga? The idea of that one too. Um, or straight up, there's just a bunch of Star horror. Wars comics. Yeah, and they're Star Wars. Yeah, the yeah, yeah they're days. horror. If somebody's into horror, yeah. there's so, so much many. good horror. So, and you talk about where Greg's saying, I can't believe they could do that pulling Scott Lick and this flip. 
horror is is somewhat best represented at because you will get a little bit of a visual that could potentially not ever yeah. happen well in a movie or do be, anything with you can do anything with a little bit of pen and paper. Yeah. It's nuts. With some so, of so most of the time people walk in, I, I get them walking out with, with a, a trade or so. And there's some some nice affordable trade paperbacks. That, you know, they include generally a whole story arc. And, and there's some from certain companies that make them affordable for a mm-hmm. trial for the first issue. And then mm-hmm. the volumes above that two and up are a little more expensive. Not not outrageous, but it's it's fairly easy to get people to, to dip their toes in the comic book oh, yeah. world and, and try it. But you got to be good. You got to understand what they're after. Because if you're just trying to sell them something, yeah, they're not going to yeah. come back. Yeah, you've got right. to dig into that right. mm-hmm. and yeah. and make sure it's something that they think they they would like. Um, and then hopefully they come back in. And if you remember them like we're talking about, you're like, man, how did you like East to West? Mm-hmm. And then they're really impressed. They're like, oh, you remember that? I may not remember the, the names right off, especially if they're not setting up a pull list. But I'll remember the face and I'll remember the book I recommended because I'm proud of myself. If that person walks back in, not throwing it at me as they walk in the door. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? Uh, this was terrible. My kids saw it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's not like walking into like a cell phone place or just like, here's the newest phone. You need to buy this. You need to buy this. It's like you get to know what they want, what they like, and then refer them to something. Cause, I mean, obviously, there's so many different. That that just would that everything. would just be like having someone walk in and they'd be like, I like comics. Be like, you buy Superman now. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, I don't know if I like Superman, but like, no, you no, buy you Superman buy now. Superman. Yeah. That's 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 like walking into the store where they're like, iPhone ten. Yeah. Buy it now. Mm-hmm. And you just you can't yeah, do that. You just don't want to yeah, go you back that, ever. You know, with phones, because there's like three phones ever, really. Yeah, really. But I mean comics. <laughs> I mean, good lord! I have been accused of being the used car salesman of comic books. They they, they meant that in a negative way, but most of the time, people after they've talked to me and, and get a book, they're like, "Oh my god, I I so want you to to do it this way." This is yes, thank you. Oh yeah. lord! Just kind of get under their hood and find out what they want. Yeah, absolutely. That's all you got to do. I feel like comics can like fit a nice little niche though, because like for me, growing up, I read a ton, like a ton. I read so many books. I have yeah. a bookcase oh, in yeah. his room that has probably like three or four dozen books that those are just the books that I read whenever I was in elementary school. And now that I'm an adult and I actually have things to do other than just like live, uh, it's very <laughs> hard to sit down and find time to read. And I fill that gap with movies and TV, but it's not the same as reading. And I feel like comics are kind of like, a nice middle ground. Absolutely. Yeah. Where you're you're getting the visual aspect of it, you're still getting like a detailed intricate written plot, but it's in a, a you know, it's like a bite-sized portion and you get a little bit of a time and it's manageable. It's not as daunting as sitting down and reading a, you know, couple thousand page book. Yep. Okay, Greg, let's let's do this. So so what do you gravitate towards on uh, the movies? Movies uh my favorite would be like horror sci-fi thriller. Okay. Like that genre. Right. Okay. Like The Witch. Uh huh. Oh my that? god! Oh, that movie was <laughs> Oh my god! John, screw yeah. this. We're gonna talk oh. about movies now. <laughs> no, no, oh no, my no, god! No. But yeah, like that style. Like I like atmospheric Har- Harrow County as Harrow County. Harrow as County. a quick side note, I don't know if you collect Funko Pops. I don't know, but I've thought about it. There's a Black Philip Funko Pop coming. Oh up. man! That's all I'm gonna say is there is a Black Philip coming up. Oh, anyway, no. continue. <laughs> so, so that with what you're saying there, with that Harrow County, which is like a yeah. 1920s, um, you know, got a witch and and horror aspect to it. There's um, a there's a uh, walking talking like skin. Oh yeah, too. It's, it's there's it's of, just it's like just a human skin that walks and talks around. Is one of the characters, yeah. So it's what? a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I told you, man. Yeah, sometimes it, books it, gets weird. And it's from a guy named Colin Bunn, who is his main thing. Even though he writes some Marvel and DC X Men books, um, he writes a good portion of horror. Um, some of which have been optioned for movies and things like that. But yeah. we could probably go down the the Colin Bunn line of things. You know, you're talking about Thirty Days a Night, uh, Steve Niles, who created that has a ton of horror things under his belt like uh uh winnebago graveyard yeah. recently i think october other, factions run yes right october now. faction which is he, sort of a i i didn't it, it's sort faction, of a I'm it's sort lie. of a, like a monstersy thing but not with the comedy you know, yeah um it, um he just winnebago re- graveyard has to be like one of my favorite titles <laughs> <laughs> no, that just sounds that's awesome. that's because you've yeah. never heard of the comic shirtless bear fighter. Oh Jesus, yes. <laughs> oh, that is <laughs> so awesome. That was him Shirtless literally bear. a year ago. Listen, 
Yeah. Holy shit. We don't, <laughs> should we tell that story? Yeah. Oh, we you can. can. Should we yeah. tell that story? You got to tell it now. That's fine. So yeah. every year we go up to Canaan and we get a cabin in Canaan and we just party for a weekend. Well, last year? It was? Yeah. Last year. Yeah, because yeah. that was the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Last year we were up there and it was already dark out. And when it gets dark in Canaan, it gets dark. Oh, yeah. So it's like pitch black outside. And... A couple of the people that were there were like, oh, my God, I think there's a bear getting in the trash. Well, like right as soon as you walk out of the door, the trash is literally right directly next to the door. And I had been drinking and I was like, there's probably not a bear out here. And even if it is, it's probably a black bear and it's going to run away as soon as I walk outside. So I'm like on my way out the door and somebody's like, are you just going to walk out there like that? And so as a joke, there was like a broom closet right next to the door. So I grabbed a broom and I was like, here, I'll take this. <laughs> and I open up the door and there's no lights outside. So I open the door and I turn to the trash and all I see is like darkness. And then I see like a brown muzzle. And it's literally like chest height on me, Jesus. like three feet away from me. And sitting. I instinctively it was just... Sitting down, wasn't it? It was, or was it, was it, it was sitting, wasn't it? It was on all four legs. Okay, I got you. Yeah. And so instinctively, I just smacked it in the face with the broom. (laughs) (laughs) And as soon as I did that, I realized that I was committed at that point. (laughs) And so I just had to keep going, you know. So as soon as I smacked it, it turned around and just sprinted off. And I was running after it, hitting it in the butt with this broom. Because there's, like, there's a video somewhere. Like, there is I, a video I, 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 somewhere. I get outside just in time to see him round the corner and like swing, <laughs> and that's all you see. And he's and like, I, "Get out of here, you yeah, son of a you bitch!" You can hear me running. Like, <laughs> no, I said, "Get out of here, bear!" Oh, get out of here, bear! <laughs> <laughs> but you realize that was an alcohol commitment. A normal person who would have just not been drinking and said there might be a bear out here and walked outside, saw it, would have still punched it, which is the smart thing to do: punch it in <laughs> but and not, And but then not, they would have got back, back in the inside. house and shut the <laughs> <Yeah>. freaking door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oddly enough, that's exactly shirtless bear. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well. Plus, plus the bear jet. There is a bear. There jet, is a bear jet. The rest and, of it and, is yeah. you know, a bear. Hit. Bear jet. Jet. Yeah, it's it's the so jet awesome. made out of bears. Yes, like it's, it's just freaking. that is not at all what I thought it was going to be. Nope. It's a jet, it's a jet made out of bears. Yeah, this, this comic is a, like a mixture of of uh, James Bond and um, uh, Grizzly Adams. It, that that's the mashup of yeah. this comic wow. book. Yeah, it is with quite... with like the over the top cheesiness of old James Bond movies. Still yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry. I'm. I'm. Yeah. It's not. It. It's not new James Bond. It's like no. It's cheesy. It's, it's like I wouldn't even say Sean Connery, but that no. mi- that middle yeah. part where it was just like weird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where it's just like this octopus and like that kind of it's, weird. I shit. love those though. though. Those movies, oh, I'm not man. saying they're bad at oh, all. So oh yeah, no. These, I'm not this, saying they're bad. This would be a great. Great, like bear exploitation film. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> How many comics are you guys bringing to Popcorn? Like all of them. <laughs> all hundred and eighty thousand. Yeah. yeah. Six six hundred long boxes. Uh, you know, that's a good question. I kind of leave that to the guys, Greg and Tyler, to to, to figure out what we're bringing because I've got way too much going yeah. on to manage it. Um, there are other stores that, that focus on um, cheaper comics, like Dollar Comics or whatever. We got some guys that like to focus on three dollar Silver Age, which is a really good price for Silver Age. Um, and the vendor stuff. We will have a pop vendor. That specifically, all they do, they're out of Pittsburgh. They are a, uh, a, a vinyl pops, uh, Funko pops uh, vendor, Ooh. Collector Ooh. Cave. I yeah, didn't those guys. Yeah, that they'll, Black they'll be back. I'm gonna um, spend they, all my money there. Um, <laughs> you know, there, there's just so many. We got you know a local guy who does. Um, he came last year and he does some wonderful wood cutouts of, of yes. popular culture characters. He made he made a clock that looks like the tick. Oh, and it's it's in the awesome. Fremont shop. He's I done some awesome it. Wolverine oh, so cool. things. I love it so much. Um, you know, one thing nice about this we haven't hit on with these guys. A, lot, a good portion of these guys, as we mentioned, are local. So you see something you like, you know, you can you can follow up with them later. And yeah. Get, yeah. get a gift for Christmas for somebody later yeah. on. Or well, most of the yourself. time, they're usually super receptive too for like custom stuff. Absolutely. Like if oh, you're yeah. like, hey, could you make this? They're always absolutely. just like, yeah, absolutely. Send me an email. You should get yeah. a, a a mashup wood carving of some sort from Steve. So yeah, you, know, you should think oh, yeah. about some crazy thing you want to hang on your wall as a wood plaque or wood clock yes. or whatever challenge him I, I actually we like challenging him because he oh yeah. is pulling through Mojo Jojo so. meets Caesar from Planet of the Apes 
Oh, he would have that in a minute. Like he'd, <laughs> he'd just be like, "Yeah, okay, guys." Yeah. yeah, he's a pretty big geek. Yeah, he, he he's a he's a cell rep, but I'm telling he's a, he's a geek, and so uh, he's a turtles fiend, and so he'll he wouldn't have any problem in pulling anything out. Oh, no. He's good. Nice. All right, thanks everybody for listening. This has been Jed. And I'm Daniel. And this week we were wasting our talent with John and Greg from, from WPopCon and Comic Paradise Plus. All right, folks. One final thank you for tuning in to the first episode of Wasted Local Talent. Daniel, where can they find more information about Comic Paradise Plus and West Virginia PopCon? Yeah, for more information on um, Comic Paradise Plus, you can check them out uh, online at www.comicboy.com. And for their uh, Facebook pages, they've got two separate ones, one for Fairmont, one for Morgantown. Um, The Fairmont store is facebook.com slash comicparadiseplus, and their Morgantown store is facebook.com slash comicparadiseplus2. And for information on West Virginia PopCon, it's uh, www.wvpop.com. And on Facebook at facebook.com slash wvpop. And if you didn't know, we actually have our own podcast. It's called Wasted Local Talent. And Daniel, where can they find more information on Wasted Local Talent? I didn't know that we had our own podcast. Well, we have plugs for it. Wow. Oh, yeah, we do. They are um, facebook.com slash wastedlocaltalent. Instagram at wastedlocaltalent. Twitter at Wasted Local and a website www.13palmtrees.com slash Wasted Local Talent. And again, if you would like to be on our show, head over there and uh, fill out the form. And if you like this music that you're hearing right now, that's a band called Worst Kept Secret. They're based out of Elkins. And you can check them out on Facebook and Instagram at Worst Kept Secret WV, or you can follow them on Bands in Town by searching for Worst Kept Secret. Check them out on iTunes. Thank you for listening. Probably Spotify too. Thank Thank you. you. This podcast has been brought to you by 13 Palm Trees Podcast Productions. Check us out online at 13palmtrees.com.